Hello everyone, so here is Rosemary Baby, part 2, chapter 5. I hope you are going to like it. So let's get started, chapter 5. For a little while, around half past 9, it looked as if no one was going to come. Guy put another chunk of candle coal on the fire, then wrapped the tongs and brushed his hands with his handkerchief. Rosemary came from the kitchen and stood motionless in her pain and her just right hair and her brown velvet and the bartender by the bedroom door found things to do with lemon peel and napkins and glasses and bottles. He was a prosperous looking Italian named Renato who gave the impression that he tended bar only as a pastime and would leave if he got more bored than he already was. Then the vendors came, Ted and Carol, and a minute later Alice Dunstan and her husband Hug, who limped, and then Alan Stone, guy's agent, with a beautiful Negro model named Rianne Morgan, and Jimmy and Tiger and Lou and Claudia Comfort and Claudia's brother Scott. Guy put the coats on the bed, Renato mixed drinks quickly, looking less bored. Rosemary pointed and gave names, Jimmy, Tiger, Rian, Alan, Alice, Hug, Carol, Ted, Claudia and Lou and Scott. Bob and Thea Goodman brought another couple, Peggy and Stan Killer. Of course, it's alright, Rosemary said. Don't be silly, the more the merrier. The capes came without coats. What a trip, Mr. Cap said, a bus, three trains and a ferry. We left five hours ago. Can I look around? Claudia asked, if the rest of it is as nice as this, I am going to cut my throat. Mike and Pedro brought bouquets of bright red roses. Pedro with his cheek against Rosemary's murmured, make him feed you baby, you look like a bottle of iodine. Rosemary said, Phyllis, Bernard, Peggy, Stan, Thea, Bob, Luz, Scott, Carol. She took the roses into the kitchen. Alice came in with a drink and a fake cigarette for breaking the habit. You are so lucky, she said. It is the greatest apartment I have ever seen. Will you look at this kitchen? Are you alright, Rosie? You look a little tired. Thanks for the understatement, Rosemary said. I am not alright, but I will be. I am pregnant. You are not. How great. When? June 28th. I go into my fifth month on Friday. That's great, Alice said. How do you like C.C. Hill? Is not he the dream boy of the western world? Yeah, but I'm not using him, Rosemary said. No? I have got a doctor named Sebastian, an older man. What for? He cannot be better than Hill. He's fairly well-known and he's a friend of some friends of ours, Rosemary said. Guy looked in. Alice said, Well, congratulations, Dad. Thanks, Guy said. But not nothing to it. Do you want me to bring in the dip row? Oh, yes, would you? Look at these roses. Mike and Pedro brought them. Guy took a tray of crackers and a bowl of pale dink dip from the table. Would you get the other one? He asked Alice. Sure, she said and took a second bowl and followed after him. I will be out in a minute, Rosemary called. T. Bertillon brought Portia Hennes, an actress, and Joan called to say that she and her date had got stuck at another party and would be there in half an hour. Tiger said, you dirty stinking secret keeper. She grabbed Rosemary and kissed her. Who is pregnant? Someone asked and someone else said Rosemary is. She put one vase of roses on the mantel. Congratulations, Rianne Morgan said. I understand you are pregnant. And the other in the bedroom on the dressing table. When she came out, Renato made a scotch and water for her. I make the first one strong, he said. 
टू गेट दम हैप्पी देन आई गो लाइट एंड कंजर्व माइक विग वेग ओवर हेड्स एंड माउथ कंग्रेचुलेशंस सी स्माइल्ड एंड माउथ थैंक्स द ट्रेंड सिस्टर्स लिव हेयर समन सेड एंड बर्नाड गैप सेड एड्रियन मार्केट टू टू एंड कैथ कैनेडी एंड पर्ल एमस पायलस केप सेड द ट्रेंड सिस्टर जिमी आस्ट ट्रेंच पायलस सेड दे एड लिटिल चिल्ड्रन and she does not mean just eight them pedro said she means eight them rosemary shut her eyes and held her breath as the pain bound tighter maybe because of the drink she put it aside are you all right claudia asked her yeah fine she said and smiled i had a cramp for a moment guy was talking with tiger and portia hennes and d it is too soon to say he said we have only been in rehearsals six days it plays much better than it's read though it could not play much worse tiger said hey whatever happened to the other guy is he still blind i don't know guy said portia said donald bungard you know who he is tiger he is the boy joe pepper lives with who oh, is he the one tiger said gee i did not know he was someone i knew he is writing a great play portia said at least the first two scenes are great really burning anger like osborne before he made it rosemary said is he still blind oh yeah portia said they have pretty much given up hope he is going through hell trying to make the adjustment but this great play is coming out of it he dictates and joe writes john come her date was over 50 she took rosemary's arm and pulled her aside looking frightened what is the matter with you she asked what is wrong nothing is wrong rosemary said i am pregnant that's all she was in the kitchen with tiger tossing the salad when john and alice came in and closed the door behind them alice said what did you say your doctor's name was spastian rosemary said john said and he satisfied with your condition rosemary nodded claudia said you had a cramp a while ago i have a pain she said but it is going to stop soon it is not abnormal tiger said what kind of a pain a pain a sharp pain that's all it is because my pelvis is expanding and my joints are a little stiff alice said rosy i have had that two times and all it ever meant was a few days of like a charlie horse and edge through the whole area well everyone is different rosemary said lifting salad between two wooden spoons and letting it drop back into the bowl again every pregnancy is different not that different john said you look like miss concentration camp of 1966 are you sure this doctor knows what he is doing rosemary began to sob quietly and devotedly holding the spoons in the salad tears rain from her cheeks oh god john said and looked for help to tiger who touched rosemary's shoulder and said shh, shh don't cry rosemary shh. it's good alice said it is the best thing let her she has been wound up all night like like i don't know what rosemary wept black streaks smearing down her cheeks alice put her into a chair tiger took the spoons from her hands and moved the salad bowl to the far side of the table the door started to open and john ran to it and stopped and blocked it it was guy hey let me in he said sorry john said girls only let me speak to rosemary can't she is busy look he said i have got to wash glasses use the bathroom she shouldered the door click closed and leaned against it damn it open the door he said outside rosemary went on crying her head bowed 
her shoulders heaving, her hands limp in her lap. Alice crouching wiped at her cheeks every few moments with the end of a towel. Tiger smoothed her hair and tried to still her shoulders. The tears slowed. It hurts so much, she said. She raised her face to them and I am so afraid the baby is going to die. Is he doing anything for you? Alice asked, giving you any medicine, any treatment? Nothing, nothing, Tiger said. When did it start? She sobbed. Alice asked, when did the pain start, Rosie? Before Thanksgiving, she said, November. Alice said, in November? And John at the door said, what? Tiger said, you have been in pain since November and he is not doing anything for you. He says it will stop. John said, has he brought in another doctor to look at you? Rosemary shook her head. He is a very good doctor, she said with Alice, wiping at her cheeks. He is well known, he was on open end. Tiger said, he sounds like a sadistic nut, Rosemary. Alice said, pen like that is a warning that something is not right. I am sorry to scare you, Rosie, but you go see Dr. Hill, see somebody beside that. That nut, Tiger said. Alice said, he cannot be right, letting you just go on suffering. I won't have an abortion, Rosemary said. John leaned forward from the door and whispered, nobody is telling you to have an abortion. Just go see another doctor, that's all. Rosemary took the towel from Alice and pressed it to each eye in turn. He said this would happen, she said looking at mascara on the towel, that my friends would think their pregnancies were normal and mine was not. What do you mean? Tiger asked. Rosemary looked at her. He told me not to listen to what my friends might say, she said. Tiger said, well, you do listen. What kind of sneaky advice is that for a doctor to give? Alice said, all we are telling you to do is check with, check with another doctor. I don't, I don't think any reputable doctor would object to that if it would help his patient's peace of mind. You do it, John said, first thing Monday morning, okay? I will, Rosemary said. You promise? Alice asked. Rosemary nodded. I promise. She smiled at Alice and at Tiger and John. I feel a lot better, she said. Thank you. Well, you look a lot worse, Tiger said, opening her purse. Fix your eyes, fix everything. She put large and small compacts on the table before Rosemary and two long tubes and a short one. Look at my dress, Rosemary said. A damp cloth, Alice said, taking the towel and going to the sink with it. The garlic bread, Rosemary cried. In or out? John asked. In, Rosemary pointed with a mascara brush at two foil wrapped loaves on top of the refrigerator. Tiger began tossing the salad and Alice wiped at the lap of Rosemary's gown. Next time you are planning to cry, she said, don't wear velvet. Guy came in and looked at them. Tiger said, we are trading beauty secrets, you want some? Are you alright? He asked Rosemary. Yeah, fine, she said with a smile. A little spilled salad dressing, Alice said. John said, could the kitchen staff get a round of drinks, do you think? The chupe was a success and so was the salad. Tiger said under her breath to Rosemary, it's the tears that give it to the extra gin. Renato approved of the wine, opened it with a flourish and served it solemnly. Claudia's brother Scott, in the den with a plate on his knee, said, His name is Althizar and he is down in Atlanta, I think. And what he says is that the death of God is a specific historic event that happened right now in our time. That God literally died. The Caps and Rian Morgan 
and Bob Goodman sat listening and it eating. Jimmy at one of the living room windows said, Hey, it's beginning to snow. Stan Killer told a string of whipped Polish jokes and Rosemary laughed out loud at them. Careful of the booze, Guy murmured at her shoulder. She turned and showed him her glass and said, still laughing, it's only ginger ale. Joan is over 50, dead sat on the floor by her chair, talking up to her unnecessarily and fondling her feet and ankle. Alice talked to Pedro, he nodded, watching Mike and Ellen across the room. Claudia began reading palms. They were low on scotch but everything else was holding up fine. She served coffee, emptied ashtrays and rinsed out glasses. Tiger and Carol Bendel helped her. Later, she sat in a bay with huge dunstan, sipping coffee and watching fat bit snowflakes shear down an endless army of them, with now and then an outrider striking one of the diamond panes and sliding and melting. Year after year, I swear I'm going to leave the city, Huge Dunstan said. Get away from the crime and the noise and all the rest of it. And every year it snows or the New Yorker has a Bogart festival and I'm still here. Rosemary smiled and watched the snow. This is why I wanted this apartment, she said, to sit here and watch the snow with the fire going. Has looked at her and said, I will bet you still read Dickens. Of course I do, she said. Nobody stopped reading Dickens. Guy came looking at for her. Bob and Thea are leaving, he said. By two o'clock, everyone had gone and they were alone in the living room, with dirty glasses and used napkins and spilling over ashtrays all around. Don't forget, Alice had whispered leaving. Not very likely. Nothing to do now, Guy said, is move. Guy? Yes. I'm going to Dr. Hill Monday morning. He said nothing, looking at her. I want him to examine me, she said. Dr. Preston is either lying or as he is, I don't know, out of his mind. Pain like this is a warning that something is wrong. Rosemary, Guy said, and I'm not drinking Minnie's drink anymore. She said, I want vitamin in pills like everybody else. I have not drink it for three days now. I have made her leave it here and I have thrown it away. You have? I have made my own drink instead, she said. He drew together all his surprise and anger and, pointing back over his shoulder toward the kitchen, cried it at her. Is that what those bitches were giving you in there? Is that their hint for today? Change doctors? They are my friends, she said. Don't call them bitches. They are a bunch of not very bright bitches who ought to mind their own goddamned business. All they said was get a second opinion. You have got the best doctor in New York, Rosemary. Do you know what Dr. Hill is? Charlie, nobody, that's what he is. I am tired of hearing how great Dr. Preston is, she said, starting to cry. When I have got that this pain inside me since before Thanksgiving, and all he does is tell me it is going to stop. You are not changing doctors, Guy said. We will have to pay Sebastian and pay Hill too. It is out of the question. I am not going to change, Rosemary said. I am just going to let Hill examine me and give his opinion. I won't let you, Guy said. It is it is not fair to Sebastian. Not fair to? What are you talking about? What about what's fair to me? You want another opinion? Alright. Tell Sebastian, let him be the one who decides who gives it. At least have that much courtesy to the top man in his field. I want Dr. Hill, she said. If you won't pay, I will pay my... She stopped short and stood motionless, paralyzed. No part of her moving. A tear 
slid on a curved path toward the corner of her mouth ro guy said the pain had stopped it was gone like a stuck auto horn finally put right like anything that stops and is gone and is gone for good and won't ever be back again thank merciful heaven gone and finished and oh how good she might possibly feel as soon as she caught her breath ro guy said and took a step forward worried It stopped she said the pain stopped he said just now she managed to smile at him it stopped just like that she closed her eyes and took a deep breath and deeper still deeper than she had been allowed to breathe for ages and ages since before thanksgiving when she opened her eyes guy was still looking at her still looking worried what was in the drink you made he asked her heart dropped out of her she had killed the baby with the sherry or a bad egg or the combination the baby had died the pain had stopped the pain was the baby and she had killed it with her arrogance an egg she said milk cream sugar she blinked wiped at her cheek looked at him sherry she said trying to make it sound non toxic how much sherry she asked something moved in her a lot of sherry again where nothing had ever moved before a rippling little pressure she giggled rosemary for chris sake how much it is alive it is not dead she said and giggled again it is moving it's all right it is not dead it is moving she looked down at her brown velvet stomach and put her hands on it and pressed in lightly now two things were moving two hands or feet one here one there she reached for guy not looking at him snapped her fingers quickly for his hand he came closer and gave it she put it to the side of her stomach and held it there oblingly the moment came you feel it she asked looking at him there again you feel it he jerked his hand away pale yes he said yes i felt it it is nothing to be afraid of she said laughing it won't bite you it's wonderful he said is not it she held her stomach again looking down at it it is alive it's kicking it is in there i will clean up some of this mess guy said and picked up an ashtray and a glass and another glass all right now david or amanda rosemary said you have made your presence no so kindly settle down and let mummy attend to the cleaning up she laughed my god she said it is so active that means a boy does not it she said all right you just take it easy you have got five more months yet so save your energy and laughing talk to it guy you are its father tell it not to be so impatient and she laughed and laughed and was crying too holding her stomach with both hands thank you for joining me